We'll just uh, start a little bit later with him. The only issue is, Aaron, I mean, you know, what if Glenn Moore, what if we're late with Coach Moore at 520? I mean, do you think do you think he's going to put up with something like that? Oh, okay, Aaron. He does uh, he does say he's ready. So let's give Jared, let's give Jared a call. Jared Nunes, the uh, Baylor men's assistant basketball coach. He's joining the Mosley show and uh, boy, the pill and eat shrimp is out and about. Lark Smith is on hand. Um, lots of, I mean, it's funny. The five o'clock hour always brings them out. And even with this renovation, we have now drawn quite a quite a group to the Baylor Club. I mean, I may have to turn the PA up in here. These people, surely they want to hear what it is we have to say. But uh, having a big time. And uh, Jared Nunes, check in, sir. Do we have you now? Matt, I'm here. How are you? <laughs> there's that There's that voice I know. I'm doing fine. Um, if you hear anything in the background, I'm at the Baylor Club, and they're having a big night here. And uh, it's a place, Jared, you're no stranger to the Baylor Club. You like to come by here and, and uh, you know, maybe perhaps even recruits from time to time get to maybe have, uh, you know, get to have some dinner at the uh, Baylor Club. By the way, congrats. That was pretty awesome, the recent recruiting news. I guess they have to be, like, officially signed or something before we can, I don't know if I, you know, but I can say it. You don't have to comment on it. But V.J. Hedgecomb uh, choosing the Bears. You know, Jared, there was another player. I was, uh, I guess this is this is another sign that Mosley should stay out of recruiting because I didn't know Hedgecomb. I, I knew another target of y'all's. Uh, but and and you got Hedgecomb, Hedgecomb, who is who is unbelievable player. So again, I don't think you probably can comment on it, but I'll just say, congrats because I saw pictures of y'all with him in the past on some of his visits and that kind of thing. And to pivot and not just you know sometimes there's somebody you're pursuing, and you don't get them, and it's like, well, we better go find somebody else. Y'all didn't just do that. You end up getting top five in the country. Um, so it wasn't, I wouldn't, it was like a pivot and then a dunk by you guys. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. We're, we're definitely blessed to have them. Yeah, that's going to be uh, exciting. Now, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m., that is a, that's kind of unusual. It's unusually early. What, you're already in Austin. Um, you're already used to going to Austin. You're used to winning in Austin over the years. What do you kind of do to make sure the juices are flowing? I mean, you've got 1 o'clock games. You're used to even. But 11 is earlier than normal. Um, what is the what is the thought process on making sure, you're, you know, you got everybody up plenty early? It's like you don't want to get them up at 5, but then you don't want to let them sleep in until 8 or something crazy like that. What time do you get them up, and, and what's the plan to get them kind of rolling and get their juices going for an early game? Right. Well, unfortunately, uh, we don't have to get the juices flowing too much um, after uh, earlier this week, uh, the disappointment and frustration from that. So we're all kind of itching at the bit to get back after, especially the guys. Uh, We've had two or three great days of practice, great level of focus. Um, So usually when we've had early games, Charlie, uh, we'll get the guys up probably about 730, 745. Uh, Charlie will do a stretch with them. 
Um, then we'll uh, we'll have them do breakfast. We'll, we'll do walkthrough, and then we'll have them do breakfast, and then we'll do chapel as they eat. And then we usually give them about another hour or so, maybe hour and a half, depending on how long chapel is. And then we'll head to the to the arena and start uh, start warming up. Let's tell Chaplin to kind of keep it. I mean, no, you know, keep it short. You know, let's not go. This yeah. is not one to just go overboard with. Love a good message, but let's not. Yeah. Let's just tell them to kind of keep this one. You know, kind of a a quicker one, like you like a young life type deal that you might attend or an FCA. You know, get yeah. get their attention for about ten or fifteen minutes, and then let them let them let them head on their way. Well, the great thing about this is we rotate chapels on our staff on the road. So, so Luke Simons is actually in charge of it tomorrow. So when we get off, I'll make sure I'll pass that message on to him. Now, is Luke, who's responsible for, because, boy, you were a fashion guy, and, and I always loved what you would come up with for the staff. But you got promoted, and that's not really on your radar anymore, you know, as far as like, you know, okay, guys, here's what we're all going to wear. But yeah. I gotta say, those green pants. Now the problem with green pants, I think they looked pretty good the other night. Honestly, mm-hmm. on TV they did. You gotta be, you gotta be kind of thin. Like there's some. I mean, I'm not gonna name any names, but like you know, people like me that have some some trunks. You know, just a little bit. You've seen me, not not crazy big, but I don't need to be in a pair of green pants. You know, um, what do you think? What do you think of the green pants? You know, Coach Drew wasn't a fan of them at first either, to be honest. Uh, we had a couple guys on the staff. It was kind of like mixed emotions. But once we put them on and, and put it together with a nice fit, I think everybody was, uh, was pretty pleased. And I do still help Luke on the outfits. He, he'll send me uh, he'll send me a picture of the outfits and kind of gives me let me give him a thumbs up or thumbs down. So okay, helping him out a little bit. Okay, and that that one pullover that's the the green. But it's not the dark green. It's a lighter green. That's a good one that y'all did a, yeah. few, a, a few games ago. Um, in fact, I like that em- uh, enough that I kind of reached out to John to see if that could be in the Mosley closet. So far, John John has not delivered. So, Jared, if you could get involved there, John has not made much headway on that request. So, you, well, can... you shoot you shoot me your side after we get off, and I'll see what I can do. All right, man. You're the you're the best. Um, well, now tell me about the Texas. Uh, no, I mean we do have to look back at K State a little bit. That, that's crazy that y'all had, you know, 22 more shots. You killed them on the boards. I mean, so in some ways, you just outplayed them a lot. That you weren't shooting the ball. I mean, you shot like 30 percent or something, and you know, from three it wasn't good. Five of 28. I mean, that's that's a tough one because y'all are a great three point shooting team, but you have had a couple of games. Where the threes aren't falling, you'll found a way to win one of those. But Jared, what's your thought process on that when you when you just see the shots not they're just not dropping? I mean, I, you don't want to give up on it completely because it's such a huge part of your offense. But at the same yeah. time, there's probably times you're like, you know what, we probably we may should stop firing on this. Well, how do you well, how do how did you assess it when you kind of look back on? on how it turned out, because obviously that's a gut punch because of yeah. y'all were in great position twice to win that game, regulation, overtime. I'm not breaking news to you. Um, but how do you kind of address that when you're a great three-pointing shooting team but you're having a nightmare shooting night? Um, well, I think the first thing is that we got to give credit to the teams we're playing. Obviously, you know yeah. this. I mean, yeah. Big 12 is the, is the best conference in America basketball for basketball, and 
going against a lot of great teams, great coaches. So uh, that makes it a little bit tough as well. But, you know, I think for us, we, we, we preached a lot this week about good, better, best, right? So meaning that some of the shots I think we took um, during that game weren't our best shots, right? Some of them were fours. We talked about shot selection a little bit this week. Um, so I think, you know, understanding, you know, what shots we want to take is big. You know, Coach Jacobs and Coach Drew really did a great job explaining that in film um, this week to the guys. And then understanding when those shots are fall- falling, like you said, trying to get to the free throw line. Now the key is when he gets to the free throw line, we got to shoot a much better job, do a much better job there um, than we did on Tuesday. Um, so it's kind of a collective effort of understanding, you know, passing up shots that we think are good to get a, the best shot, and then understanding when those shots aren't fall, falling, how we can get easier baskets. And um, the guys are really bought into that this week, and hopefully we can, uh, we can transfer that over to Saturday. Okay, and what are you seeing from Texas? Off to a rough start in conference, obviously extremely talented team. We've seen Acemus for years because he was at Oral Roberts and put up huge numbers there. DeSue has had some uh, unbelievable games of late. I mean, I, I noticed I think he had a 33-point game. So it's like they're, they're even though they're 1-3, they're extremely dangerous, and also they're going to be extremely desperate, kind of like that team you ran into a few weeks ago. You ran into a desperate team in, in Detroit. But, I mean, this is going to be – this will be interesting. What, what, what jumps off the page at you as you've been preparing – for this Texas team, and what do you have to pay the most attention to? Well, I think the first thing, uh, in Big 12, you can't look at records, right, because anybody yeah. can beat anybody in any given night, right? We saw Central Florida beat Kansas, um, you know, so I think anybody in any given night could beat you. So records don't really matter in our league because everybody's elite. Um, as far as Texas goes, uh, you know, like you said, Max and Dylan, I'm very, very, two very, very good players, two of the better players in conference. Um, they're very good in transition. Um, they're very well coached, good defensively. Um, so we know, you know, this is going to be another one of those heavyweight fights, right? you got to have to play hard every possession. Um, you know, they could come down to a one or two possession game. Hopefully, um, you know, it doesn't. <laughs> I would, We would prefer that, obviously, as coaches, but uh, you got to be prepared for that. So uh, we know what we're up against. Um, you know, Texas is one of the best teams in the country, so regardless of record, like I said, so we'll be ready for it. What do you say to Ray J after, like, the other night? He's a great point guard for you. Just had a rough shooting night. But in overtime, he's still taking shots, right? He hits two key shots in overtime. Um, is, is he veteran enough and have been through enough battles where you don't have to say a lot to him? Or how do you how do you kind of handle it when a guy's coming off, uh, you know, a really uh, poor shooting night like that? Oh, absolutely. Ray J is one of the smartest uh, players that we've had here at Baylor. Um, the great thing about him, he studies a lot of film. Um, there's nobody harder on himself than him, um, than Ray J. So, uh, you know, we looked at the film. We talked about some things. He learned from it. Um, I saw that this week in practice. Um, and, again, I think even for him, when Ray J um, is taking his best shot, um, that's when his efficiency is, is through the roof. And I think he was pressing a little bit last game. Um, so we can clean some of that stuff up. And his approach has been great. Um, he's got a great feel. He's a great leader. And uh, I'm ready for him to bounce back tomorrow. All right. This is exciting. Um, and do you have to tell the, remind the guys um, 
to no matter what. I mean, the, the Coach Terry took great offense, Jared, to the to the horns down. Do you do you have to uh, do you say anything to your guys, or you just have they been through enough battles with Texas? That's just not really their style, and do you not have to really worry about that with your guys? I uh, you saw that I'm sure like everybody else the other night. Rodney was uh, was very upset at uh, the way UCF. Uh, he didn't like some of those horns down. Well, you know, we have – our guys are pretty classy, uh, yeah. very respectful. But there, there'll be a healthy reminder uh, <laughs> before – even tonight or before the game tomorrow to uh, to make sure we, we handle business the way uh, we know we're supposed to handle business. Okay, okay. You, you leave that to us like in the – well, I'm in the media. I should not be doing a horns down. But leave that to our students. If they want to do some horns down or whatever, that's totally, that's totally up to them. But uh, yeah. you know, that's uh, this is going to be exciting. And uh, and by the way, I, I wasn't it. I mean, you did have 23 offensive rebounds. And while I know that killed you to lose that game, I get that. But I mean, the energy from Eve. And, and from Josh and really from your guards, Walt, uh, right, Jacoby, right down, Ray J, too. He had a bunch of defensive rebounds, I noticed. But, I mean, that yep. to me, that, that does speak to desire, doesn't it? And just hustle, all of that, all those kinds of things when you have a massive discrepancy in an area like that. Absolutely. You know, the, the effort and energy was there. Um, you know, I thought we defensively and rebounding-wise were good enough to win that game, right? So then it just comes down to, like I said before, shot selection um, and then some game-ending situation stuff um, that we didn't execute well down the stretch of that game that we talked about and, you know, we've we worked on cleaning up a little bit. So um, if we can bring that same effort and energy we had Tuesday night and then now bring some more ed- execution and uh, better shot selection, I like our chances tomorrow. Okay, I you know I hope the I hope the UT fans they stay out on Sixth Street all night tonight are late arriving and then the good Baptist uh, from Baylor a lot of people will be making the trip we got a lot of Baylor people in Austin they'll be there and you know they'll be as sober as anybody so they'll be uh, they'll, they'll be in good hands hey appreciate you doing this and uh, great catching up with you and I can't wait to see what um, what uh, fit you guys go with tomorrow. Matt, always great talking to you, and I'll be on the lookout for that shirt for you. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I appreciate it. There he goes, Jared Nunes uh, with Baylor men's basketball.